You're listening to the Jessica Harlow Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Harlow. I'm best known for being a content creator and producer in mainly the beauty and self-help space. I created this podcast because I believe every woman deserves to do more than just admire beautiful, successful, happy women, but also experience being one herself. If you're tired of the noise of the world telling you how you should look or how you should behave, how you should feel, what you should want, what your life should look like, and instead are ready to live a life on your terms and decide what that means for you, you've come to the right place. A new episode of the Jessica Harlow podcast goes up every single Thursday with one goal in mind, to bring you something of value that you can use to make your life happier, healthier, and or sexier. If you've been enjoying this podcast so far, I'd really appreciate it if you left a rating and a review on iTunes and or shared this with your friends on social media. If you do, please take a screenshot and email it to hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com and in return, you will receive a handful of exclusive content such as my hair care tips and secrets for growing the longest and healthiest hair possible, as well as some of my favorite quick healthy snacks and also so much more. All totally free and will arrive to your inbox almost instantly. It's my way of saying thank you for helping the show to grow. So anyone that knows me knows that I might have missed my calling as an FBI agent or a private investigator or a detective. Honestly, almost nothing gets by me even when I'm not trying to find out anything. Information just falls into my lap. I don't know what it is. It's kind of like a blessing and a curse. But I will admit that sometimes I do really like to try. (laughs) Like at my core, above anything and everything else, nothing excites me quite like an investigation. I try to channel that passion for uncovering the truth and researching into like more productive things like business-related stuff, work-related stuff, um, money-related things, basically anything else, like even food. But one of my worst qualities is probably that I kind of, I like gossip. No, I really, I like gossip. I, I love people. I like, I, I'm fascinated by people. So look, I like to know what people are up to. I like to know who they're up in. I just like to know stuff. I'm the girl that everyone calls when they need to find out whose number does this belong to? What does this person really do for a living? Who is she? Um, Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, honestly, I've looked up so many different things for so many people. Um, Always up for a new challenge, but I can say something. Most of the times in my defense, When I haven't done at least a little bit of research, it's bitten me in the ass. Once very publicly back in October, y'all remember that I accidentally dated a con artist. (laughs) I did too basic of an investigation and also ignored intuition, which is a huge thing. Intuition plays a really big role in in investigating. Um, And I'll get to that in a second. By the way, I still get messages from people that are dating that lunatic and have stumbled upon the podcast episode that I did where I was interviewing his ex-girlfriend that used to live with him. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I went there. Uh Uh-huh. But by the way, if you're one of those girls that um, is, you know, still dating him or is dating him or something, and you just came across this podcast and this episode specifically, um, and maybe you haven't reached out to me yet because I know a number have, um, but if you confront him, 
don't believe a damn thing he says because he didn't win the court case. He didn't even have the money to get a lawyer and had no experience, like no evidence whatsoever. So if he had won this alleged, like he says it was three million back in October, he was telling people it was like a million dollar lawsuit. It's like good luck. Um, but if he had won, wouldn't I have had to remove the podcast episode? Because that's what this was all about. So it's still up. Why ain't I arrested? Exactly. But anyway, back to investigating. So I'm very much. Have you ever seen, okay, I'm very much like Robert De Niro in Meet the Parents. Like, do you remember in, if you've seen it, Meet the Fockers, where he's talking to one of his grandchildren, and he's like, there's nothing wrong with spying as long as you suspect foul play? That's what I believe, personally. Um, There are some guidelines, though, because realistically, most guys are just assholes, not con artists, not necessarily leading double, triple lives, so it's not always necessary to know absolutely everything, But it's necessary to know enough, but there's no reason why you should go into full-fledged, like, Nancy Drew mode. Now, like, I have so many tips and tricks for, like, ways you can find out so much, but I don't want to share them because they're kind of unethical, Um, and it's just, like, I don't really recommend it. I feel like that was more me when I was, like, a lot younger, and it was just different, whereas now I just... I'll, I'll explain my perspective, but do I think that you should be investigating people, especially people you just met? whether it's online or off, absolutely before you go and like have a seat with them alone, you know, before you go and spend time with them alone, absolutely you should do at least a basic investigation. And here's where all of this, like the inspiration for this episode really came from. Um, I got off the phone the other day with one of my best friends. Like she had started talking to a guy on Bumble and they were setting up to meet in person and she's one of my best friends. And if she's learned anything from me, it's to investigate always, always investigate. And so she decided to do so before, you know, actually meeting this person in person, face to face. And it turns out that this man was married with children and he had a wife and his wife um, had their wedding photo as her default profile picture on Facebook. And it wasn't like some like abandoned profile from 50 years ago. Um, It seemed to be very up to date from what we could tell. And here he was on Bumble acting like a single man. But my friend confronted him. He got mad at her for investigating, which ugh, is so rich. Like, don't you love it when people get mad at you for, like, finding out things? But it's like, there wouldn't be anything to find out had you not been... Never mind. But it's like, how are you also going to get mad at some... Like, over someone finding out something that's blatantly public knowledge online? Public information is always fair game. So whatever you can find online, whatever you can find out with a Google search, whatever you can find out just by going on social media, if it's public, if it's like, if it's online, it is fair game in my opinion. So this kind of inspired this episode because I've been doing some thinking about what's fair game and what isn't. Because like I said, like I want to give an ethical, realistic, mature response for what's right and what's wrong. And when I'm saying what's right and what's wrong, I'm not even talking about like really giving a shit about the other person. (laughs) I'm talking about like giving a shit for yourself and like what's going to make the most sense for you. And like, so you don't end up losing yourself in an obsessive search. Like, because trust me, I love an investigation. So it's very easy to like just fall down the rabbit hole um, and hit every branch on the way down. But anyway, so as I was saying ethically speaking, unless you're very involved with someone, okay, 
because like what let me make this clear like i'm not talking like when i say do investigating i mean like look for what's available online because there's so much that you can find out just by doing a little some google searches by doing some reverse phone number lookups by you know if if you've got spare change you could do a little background check but you know if you find it necessary but i don't recommend following anyone in person And unless you're very involved with someone like seriously dating, engaged, married, doing business with someone, I really don't think like unless you have a strong feeling that something's suspicious, I don't think that you should be ever following someone in person or like invading, invading their privacy in that kind of way, like in any kind of like extreme ways. Like I said, just stick with what's available, public knowledge, etc., Um, which by the way, like, I don't think anybody should be at all offended by any, like, honestly, if somebody gets offended, if they find out that you've done like a Google search on them or something, I think that's so ridiculous. I mean, you can't even go and apply for a job without someone, you know, taking a look at your social media or something and like doing a simple Google search. I mean, that's like the most basic thing. So obviously if you're going to be spending any kind of time with someone or potentially spending any kind of time or part of your life with someone and like you value your life and your time, I mean, duh like I would expect people to do the same for me too so like it just doesn't make sense to me but unless you're really very seriously involved with someone like seriously dating engaged married doing business with someone have children with them I really never recommend like following someone in person unless it's like absolutely freaking necessary so if you've gone on a few dates with someone let's say and you're not in some kind of an exclusive thing don't physically follow them or spy on them that's freaking weird Um, That's creepy. And if you get caught, it's like the weirdest thing. I mean, it's really not your business to like follow someone around on foot or by vehicle or by whatever else you can think of. First of all, there's just no real need. I mean, with the internet and social media, there's so much information that's at our fingertips, information that they and people that we assume know them have put out there willingly. It's totally ethical. And here's why I say seriously dating, engaged, married, have children, doing business, because in that case, you're investing really a lot of you, your time, your energy, maybe even money at that point um, with the expectation that the other person is also investing in you back or what you've got together as well. You know what I'm saying? So if during that time you have, and I have to highlight this, a strong suspicion of something happening, you know, maybe it's nothing, maybe it's something, but if you have some kind of a suspicion, investigate, you know, do what you've got to do. But if you're casually dating or broken up or divorced, like let them have their privacy, like, you know, just let them have their privacy. And also don't like go crazy with like online stalking or whatever, because it's just it's not good for for you. Um, But like I said, if you have a strong suspicion, but there's so much that I could say also about having a strong suspicion, because in my experience and from what like I've gone through and I've seen other people go through is If you have that feeling of needing to constantly check up on someone and or you catch yourself actually checking up on someone a lot, like whether it's through social media or whatever it is, like just doing above and beyond what's like regular or normal, um, it's usually a sign that things are done. Um, It's usually a sign that if things aren't done, they're about to be done. But let's start from square one, especially if you meet online, because honestly, anytime you've just met someone and are interested in dating them or doing business with them or just having them have any kind of involvement in your life, you better hit Google real fast. Now, what you're looking for are like, we don't care what their favorite color is. We don't care. You know, we don't care what movie they like. We don't we don't give a shit about any of that. 
What we care about are the big things. Like, who are they? What do they do? Are they single? Are they married? You're looking for inconsistencies between who they say they are, who they're presenting themselves as, and what's coming up. Now, sometimes the information isn't out there. You know, it's just not there. But you have to look just in case it is. Most people are on social media all the damn time these days. I mean, have a look around. You could honestly find something that could save you a lot of time in the long run. But again, we're talking about big things. We're not talking about like anything little. We're not talking about like a like on a photo or whatever. That's a little extreme. Um, it's not necessary, especially when you've just met someone. But here's another must, especially when meeting people online, always meet in a public place. Like avoid, avoid alcohol. I know a lot of people are going to say, well, men aren't supposed to rape women or kill people or this and that. It's like, we know what people aren't supposed to do, but people still do stuff. And it's really like, it's for, it's really our job to protect ourselves. It's really not anyone else's job to protect, to protect, to protect you. That's your job. Obviously there's going to be things that are out of control, like out of your control. You can do literally the most and still end up dead. Like it really you know if it's your time it's your time I guess but at least give yourself a chance but what I say is avoid alcohol avoid anything that could put you in a pretty vulnerable position um so I would say pick a public place avoid alcohol try to do something during the day like grab a coffee have a lunch like just do something kind of quick where you can just get a feel for the person but you have like a good like time out so like you can get out of it if you need to or want to like if you get weird vibes or whatnot and I don't know what the hell people do, like, as far as, like, online dating, really, because I'm, I'm not an online dater. I make friends online, actually. That's something that I do, but that's, like, a whole other episode. But anyway, meet in person, um, meet in a public place, and try to, you know, not put yourself in a vulnerable position. Like, don't let them pick you up because you don't know who they are. Like, obviously, this goes for, like, real strangers. I mean, if it's people that you know and, like, there's, like, at least 10 people that can vouch that this person's probably sane, um, it's fine. But I'm talking about, like, complete strangers because it's it's kind of a part of people's lives in 2018. So here's the thing, though. When you're actually dating someone, you really shouldn't feel like you have to check up on them, especially constantly. Like, I think it's natural every once in a blue moon to maybe think like, hmm, what are they up to? But when you feel, when you're starting to feel like you should be checking up on them, like constantly and investigating and you're like suddenly through, going through like 55 profiles every like day or whatever that are connected to them, it's probably a sign that it's not done, but it's been done. Okay, or it's a sign that this person is up to stuff and you need to be done and out. Um, So pay attention to when you're feeling that way, because usually the feeling is enough to tell you plenty. Um, As much as you'll be able to tell from online, though, because I mean, I found out so much just by doing a little bit of detective work on Instagram. But still, what's really true that no one no one really acknowledges or gets like doesn't nobody really thinks about this while they're like in the midst of an investigation is that just because you don't see something doesn't mean it's not happening so what I've realized because I've realized it with myself is what people don't post is always 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 more interesting than what they do post so no matter how open a person might seem or claim to be Think about it. Like, think about the things that you might not have posted. I mean, I could tell you this about myself. 
Most times when I'm on a date, I don't even like, I don't, I barely even take a photo. Like I don't post a damn thing. I don't even like so much is left out. Sometimes I'm not posting because I'm not doing anything. Sometimes I'm not posting because I'm doing someone. It just really depends. <laughs> it just really depends. And I think most people are like this. So this is something to keep in mind. And this is why I say it's not really worth investing so much of your time even investigating things online just because there's so much that gets left out. So even if you think you know everything, even when you think you've got like a grasp of things, you might actually not have a grasp at all. And also like another episode that I really want to do, let me know if you guys want to see me or hear me do that, is I want to do one that's specifically about con artists because the thing is with con artists is sometimes the information that you find about them online is just planted there by them to make them seem like they're legit when they're when they aren't. Um, so that's a really Im- like important thing to keep in mind. This this episode, I'm not really talking about like con artists because I think that's like a whole other ball game. Um, but like what I'm talking about here is like more like normal stuff. Like look for the big stuff. Like whenever you're in an investigation, what you're really looking for is the main. Th- like the big things like the shady shit like are they married are they cheating on someone are they criminals are they leading like double lives um everything else again it's just everything else we don't care what their favorite color is like nobody gives a shit but i feel like if you feel like you have to think about what they're up to too much it's probably not the right thing for you so what i'm saying is because i see people get too caught up in the investigation aspect way too quickly way before like way before any like anything real has really been invested and it's just pointless because at that point not everything is really like unless it's again the big stuff it's not all really your business i understand that everybody's kind of worried about like being played or being getting hurt or whatever but like you also have to have a certain sense of trust that whatever comes up you're going to be able to handle. And again, like everything else is kind of figure outable. Like as long as it's not something that's really going to like they're not someone who could put your life in physical um danger or anything, most most of it's all really figure outable and something that you can handle when if and when the time comes. And what I have to say though is see this is what happens is a lot of the times people are getting so over invested really quickly and trying to pay attention to every little thing and it's like way too soon for that and I have to say something it's really it's not important because you're really your only job especially earlier on is to just live your life and continue living it because if a man wants more from you Okay, if he wants to be more serious with you, if he only wants to see you and you to see him, he's he's going to let you know. At some point, he's going to let you know. Like he's not going to let you just slide by. They're going to let you know about it. Until then, it's not your business to really be too concerned about what the hell else they're doing. Like keep your options open, focus on your own shit. Obviously, like I said, pay attention to things like from early on just to make sure the big stuff is in the clear and then just kind of let it go and just trust that you can figure out whatever you're figuring out. Keep your options open, get to know multiple people, date. It doesn't mean that you have to sleep with everybody, obviously, like unless you want to, but obviously be safe, protect your body, you've only got one. But my thing is that nobody really deserves all of your attention until they deserve all of your attention so investigate just enough to know that they're pretty much who they say that they are and then live your life and trust that whatever else comes up you're eventually going to find out and you'll just handle it 
when it's time to handle it. Don't take time and energy out from living your life and doing what makes you so attractive in the first place in order to sit and like follow someone else's life. Like it doesn't make any any real sense. And this is something that I've noticed happens in so many relationships is that initially there's so much attraction because you know, you're attracted to the person and then sometimes people get comfortable and end up like making the other person more important than themselves and it kind of gets gets really unsexy and uninteresting in that way because part of attraction is kind of keeping the other person a little bit like on their toes. Nothing, I'm not talking about like abusive or being like mentally, emotionally abusive or anything like that, but just like a little, you know, a little bit not too certain is a good thing. Um, Because think about it, it's just like, I'm sure we've all had people in our lives where they made us like their entire world, like way too quickly, way too soon, or just in general too much. And it kind of turns us off because it's like they don't, they're not them anymore. They're, they're, they're not who we initially became attracted to. And sometimes it's, it's kind of like the kiss of death. So investigate just enough to know that they're pretty much who they say they are. Live your life. And in the meantime, like if you have a strong suspicion, check up on it. Um, depending on the um, intensity of how much this person's actually involved in your life and how much influence they actually have in your life and how much you've actually invested and they've invested in you or whatnot. Um, you know, unless you have a suspicion, don't check up on it. Again, be someone that someone else wants to stalk, not the other way around. So anyway, that's all for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it and found it interesting, helpful, entertaining. Hopefully it gave you something to think about. If you're enjoying this podcast so far, be sure to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. I would really appreciate it. It really helps the show to grow. If you think that this episode could help anyone that you know in your life, feel free to share it with them. If you do any of this, like if you leave a review on iTunes or if you share this, let's say on social media or something, be sure to take a screenshot of it and send it to me at hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com. In exchange, you're going to get exclusive pieces of content for me, stuff that's not anywhere else online. It's just exclusive to my mailing list like my hair care tips and secrets for growing the longest and healthiest hair of your life. I'm actually doing an updated version of that that I plan on having out um, probably by end of this week or early next. So stay tuned for that. As always, I look forward to talking to you again next Thursday. Bye.